Okay, kids, it's Friday, and the card I pulled for us this week is the Queen of Wands. Oh my god, she like, she feels so good, she feels like trouble, but in the best way. (laughs) Like, oh, the energy is so alive right now, I feel like, oh, the energy just like takes me away. Queen of Wands, oh, she's like really, she's popping. Queen of Wands, so wands are seem to be on the table we had the was it the six of wands last week and wands are our fire energy they are our heat our temper our passion our creativity our sexuality romance and sexiness and inspiration and heat baby heat that's wand energy and the queen is such a bad bitch she is just a woman a soft, feminine, watery woman holding her fire energy, holding her wand loosely in one hand with just knees open, black cat companion, and she wears her crown so casually. Queen of Wands is your bad bitch energy. It is the part of you that makes no excuses. It is that woman, that crone energy of I have served you people all my life, and now I am taking up my own space. And all of us have this, right? Like, it can be easy to think of this as feminine energy, but Queen of Wands is not feminine energy. She's definitely a good time. And she's definitely, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this, you know, the triangle of disempowerment. It came up on a recent podcast, but this idea that we really are trapped by that. We're so trapped by victim mentality. We are trapped by the part of us that feels like it needs to win. We are trapped by the part of us that feels like we need to save the world. That dynamic rescuer perpetrator, it is a trap. It really is. They call it the triangle of disempowerment for a reason. It, it, it really sticks you in the silo of existence, the silo of living. And we've talked a lot about what it means to step outside of it. And I will tell you from an energetic standpoint, there is so much space outside of it. Like My experience of even just saying that to you is like standing trapped in a silo and stepping out of it into this like beautiful, spacious, sunny, blue sky day. There's just beautiful wind all around you. There's so much space out there. But what is not often said about this triangle of disempowerment, and some people say it, like Nina's talked a little bit about it, my teacher Stevens talked about it a little bit. They have the triangle of empowerment that they're working with. The part of it that I want to pull out today is this idea that each of those places, each of those archetypes, each of those positions exists for a reason, and there is a medicine to each one of them. The rescuer medicine is kind of maybe the easiest for a lot of us to identify with, right? The medicine of that is the part of us that wants to serve. It's the part of us that wants to make life better for other people, that wants to liberate people from their suffering, that wants to alleviate suffering, right? It's a beautiful energy and all of us should incorporate that into our lives that archetype of I have the power with my hands and my words and my deeds and my actions and my thoughts and feelings and energy to make the world a better place that's a beautiful energy and I would say that the victim has an equally beautiful gift to offer us right you sit in that energy you find yourself in that energy because there was a positive intention the first time you ever played the victim you got something from it. You got something good from it. It protected you in some way. And the medicine of the victim is often, I am helpless and I am tired and I need help and I 
don't want to do this alone and I feel powerless and please help me. That's a beautiful energy. More of us should cultivate that, especially us strong women, right? Women who are running businesses and homes and households and communities and movements, right? We should embrace that more, that part of you that turns to the people you can trust and says, help me, help me, please. That is a beautiful, beautiful energy in that simple phrase, please help me. It's a beautiful invitation and it calls up in all of us. It calls up the best in people. It calls up the hero in us all that says, I would help you. I want to be with you. I want to walk by your side. I want to make it easier for you. That's, that's a beautiful exchange, right? So the medicine of that victim energy, the reason that we kind of hang on to it long past when we should, long past when we should kind of age out of it and step out of it is because it's a, it's a way to activate that helplessness that feels mm, culturally appropriate or uh, socially acceptable. What we want to work on is owning that energy, owning that medicine because we own it, because we know who we are and we know how strong we are and we can still recognize that softness has its place, that surrender has its place, that submission has its place, that need has its place. A need is a need is a need. It doesn't go away. So to say to the world, I have a need, and to say that with clarity and calmness and generosity and openness is a gift. The medicine of the bully is your bad bitch. It's the part of you that says, fuck it. I will do this the way I need to do this. I will do this in a way that works for me. Listen, you can malign that. That has been abused. It is abusive in the wrong context. In the right context, it is empowering. It's where your rage lives. It's where your righteousness lives. It's where anger often lives. It feels good. So if you've ever done the exercise where you've stood in each of those places, there might be some darkness to it, but the clarity of the medicine, the clarity of that medicine, where that bully comes from, comes from a place of protecting yourself, comes from a place of trusting yourself of saying, listen, if, if the world's not going to fight for me, I'm going to fight for myself. That's awesome energy. That is queen of wands energy. And so we think about how do we live that cleanly? We live that cleanly where we recognize we don't need to trespass on anyone else. We don't need to step into anyone else. We don't need to knock into anyone else to know how deserving we are of the life we want to create, to know how powerful we are. That is good energy. That is the queen of wands energy in its most lovely expression. She is fierce and free and fiery and sexy and apologizing to no one for the space she takes up in the world. Mm -mm -mm, we love her. She's magic. She's a witch. She's a mystic. She is the wild woman. I mean, she's good. She's good, good, good. We like her. We like her. We want to hang with her. The challenge with the Queen of Wands is just what I said. The challenge is when does that energy become selfish? When does that energy trespass on the rights and needs of others? When does that energy lose its flexibility and fluidity and become rigid? When does that energy become a protective, become a shield, become something we hide behind? Because what we're really trying to incorporate when we work with this triangle of disempowerment, when we take that to a place of empowerment, is we're trying to weave together all these energies to be the soft one, to be the to recognize our own powerlessness and to embrace it and love it and hold it and share it as a gift to the world, to embrace our wild woman, to own it and stand for it, 
right? To stand up for those who can't stand up for themselves. I mean, she's the righteous warrior. She's beautiful. To own that with clarity and generosity and strength. And to own the part of us that is of service without depletion, service that comes from a place of fullness. A lot of us are relearning, anyone who identifies as a healer or a teacher or in any kind of service position, for a long time we have served from a place of depletion. I will bleed myself dry to serve you. I will serve you without first serving myself. And a lot of us are learning that lesson of how do I actually serve from a place of fullness? How do I, how do I recognize the fact that just being in my full expression of energy is in fact its own service. And from that place, I can create miracles that I can't create necessarily with what I do, but I can create that from the way I be, right? And so all of that's happening. And the Queen of Wands is owning that righteousness. So in a week ahead where she's coming up, it might be that you're called to stand up for yourself or called to stand up for another. It might be that you are learning to stop making excuses or explaining yourself or apologizing for who you know yourself to be, who you know yourself to be becoming. The energy in May that is going to come up right on the heels of this weekend and into this week is the energy of understanding what is sacred to you. What do you devote your life to? And I hope, I hope, I hope that the first thing that comes to mind when I say what is sacred to you is you say yourself. You say your heart, your needs, your body, your space, your right to be, your right to take up space. So this Queen of Wands leading us into the energy is like, yeah, first start here. First recognize what, what is sacred about this beautiful being that you are. And then the trick is going to be how do you stay in that without needing to make someone else wrong, without needing to trample on someone else's right to be sacred in their own space. That will be the balance that we are trying to strike in this next week ahead. And I would invite you to come back to the beauty of your heat. I would invite you to come back to the wand of vitality and chi and life force and sparkle that rests so easily in your hands and to cultivate your fire from a place of appreciation from a place of, this is me, and only I get to live this life, and only I get to shine this brightly in this way, in this dimensionality. There is only one of you here, and there will only ever be one of you here. And so to approach this week with a real sense of appreciation for the gift that you are, the fire that you are, the flame, and the heat and the sexy treasure that you are. Wishing you moments where you really embody the Queen of Wands. Like, who is she as you? I invite you this week to dress up as her one day or every day, to adorn yourself as her one day or every day, to think about how she would walk, how she would enter space, how she would sit at a meeting, how she would cook her dinner, how she would dance and invite her into your body and invite her into your space. Let her reveal herself to you as you reveal yourself to her. Like engage in that dance with her because there's something really vital. There's something very powerful in her and it wants to be felt by you and experienced by you and experienced as you this week. Okay, cool.
Let me know what she gets up to. Talk to you later. It's giving let's get curious. It's giving everything is sacred. It's giving art. It's giving light you up and turn you on and set you free. It's giving you are the wisdom keeper. It's giving freedom and it's giving love. And it's giving you are more magical and powerful than you can comprehend. It's giving I don't know what's happening, but I am so here for it. It's giving you are pure potential. It's giving mystical.